Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to episode 41 of Beef's Beef. Uh, sorry for the uh, time in between the the episodes. I've had a lot of stuff I had to get done this past week. Uh, I know you guys saw, or the guys that, or the people that listened, saw that I was out of town uh, my last episode. Uh, I may be recording another. Actually, I will. I'll take my stuff with me. I'll record another episode out of town this week. Uh, that's why, you know, it was a busy time. You got the derby. Uh, getting back, getting used to getting back in the swing of things from going out of town for work and, and everything like that. And for those of you that don't know, I am coaching a t-ball team, uh, which I know doesn't sound like much, but uh, it's a pretty big thing. It takes up, a, I mean, it takes out a, a pretty good amount of time. Uh, you know, you got two practices a week, two games a week, so uh, it, it takes up out. It takes up a little bit of a little bit of time. So uh, again, I apologize. I'm get I'm trying to get them in here and and uh, and uh, get some good. But the thing is, is I don't want to just come in and just throw a bunch of garbage together. I'd rather come in, give some some good content and everything like that. So uh, I have been working on some more interviews, uh, lining up some more interviews. So hopefully that that stuff will be coming around soon. Uh, one of them, actually, I'm not I'm not going to mention uh, one of the interviews because. Like I said, uh, let's just go with this. I have some pretty good interviews that I'm getting lined up. So hopefully you guys will keep a lookout for those and, and, and be ready for some of those and hopefully get as excited as I am with some of them because they could be some pretty good episodes. Uh, we're going to touch on a, a couple of different things today. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll always talk pretty much every time we're going to talk about Louisville unless it's just a special episode where... I'm with somebody that I'm doing an interview with or, or, you know, something to that extent. But we'll talk about some Louisville recruiting. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, the NBA playoffs as well as the NBA draft. Uh, we can uh, – I won't. I don't have a movie to, uh, to preview this time or to review this time. So we'll uh, – We'll we'll go right into it. So uh, Louisville has been recruiting. Uh, it the coaches have been out recruiting. Uh, have struck out on a lot of a lot of things or a lot of players. Uh, did get one recruit uh, last week, and working on another graduate transfer uh, from Drexel. Which those of you that are Louisville fans know that Louisville has good. Has good luck with tra- grad transfers uh, from Drexel, even though it's only been one, but still, we're one for one with it. So the coaches have reached out to grad transfer uh, from Drexel, like I just said, Tremaine Isabel. Uh, Tremaine Isabel, looking at looking at his stats, uh, score is was at Missouri first, transferred or played two years at Missouri, averaged uh, about four and a half, five points a game with Missouri in fifteen to sixteen minutes. About 15 and a half minutes on average, and then uh, 15.7 minutes and average 5.2 points. Uh, and then went to Drexel and played, started 20 games, played in 28, averaged 21 points, 7.5 rebounds, and 3.4 assists in, the, in his one year there. But is set to graduate uh, at, the beginning, uh, at the beginning of September, September 7th. And uh, would then be a grad transfer and could transfer anywhere. It says Louisville's reached out to him, Georgia, SMU, South Carolina, Western Kentucky, and then you know some other teams. But uh, that would be a big get for Louisville. They need some more 
they need some more guard help. But if you're asking me, I I kind of wish that we would look at more big guys because, I mean, we have – I like our two big guys and Stephen Enoch who hasn't played a minute, but all you hear is the good things that he's done in practice. And then you also have Malik Williams. Um, and then you have uh, Lance Thomas who – in his limited minutes last year, did not impress me at all. Uh, I'm not going to bash on a player, but that's just a fact. He did not impress me at all last year. So hopefully Louisville can get Tremaine Isabel. He is, he is a six foot one guard, which then add more guard depth to uh, to the Cardinals. Uh, they, I don't, I don't know. It's we need <laughs> we need Tremaine Isabel. Is basically what I'm going to say. Um, he is. He could be a, he could be a very very big help with this team, who going into next season has a lot of. I, it's weird we have a lot of players. Uh, we have a lot of players that. Um, we have a lot of players that have played a lot of minutes, but are not necessarily used to. Uh, used used to having the limelight or, you know, looking people looking at them to school. We have a lot of freshmen that are coming back uh, and and everything like that. So I'm hoping VJ King and all that can step up, but we need somebody with, you know, somebody like, uh, like Tremaine Isabel who could come in, get some good minutes, score some points for us, and, and help out Darius Perry, VJ King, uh, Jordan War, Malik Williams, all and and shoulder the load. This team could be really, really good. Um, it just it honestly just depends on what happens with them. And I know that's such a a blanket statement and sounds ridiculous, but um, I mean I really feel like this team this past year could have been really good. Uh, we had a big we had a big hole in the we had a a big hole with Donovan Mitchell, who's absolutely killing with the with the Jazz, with him leaving, but, I mean, this team was solid. If it was just you had David Padgett, who never coached in college before, um, coaching for the first time and everything like that. So, uh, so moving forward uh, and talking, going back to talking about last year's team, uh, the NBA Draft Combine list has come out. And uh, as, I mean – you kind of already, at least I did. I kind of already figured that Dingadale wouldn't have been invited, but very surprising to see, or very surprised to see, Ray Spalding not invited. Um, they released a 69-player list, um, and I, I can't say it enough, man. I think he's getting. Maybe it was just because of everything that's happened this past season. They just, I. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to try to make any excuse for it. I think it's ridiculous he didn't get invited. Uh, you also don't see Joel Berry on there. Another name you don't see is Theo Pinson, which is another surprising, uh, which is another surprising thing. Uh, so I mean, you have some big name players uh, that are not getting invited, but you see Ray Spalding, who has the length and and really pretty much everything they look for in a big man. Uh, in the NBA at this point, outside of like a knockdown shooter, uh, I mean he does have a little bit of range. He doesn't have as much range as someone like Anthony Davis or anything like that. But if you think Anthony Davis didn't really have the range that he has now when he was in college, um, in college he was pretty much just a uh, catch a lob and 
and maybe every once in a while hit a mid-range jump shot. Uh, Ray Spalding has already developed somewhat of a mid-range jump shot. Now, I'm not comp- I'm not saying he's as good as Anthony Davis. Please do not think that that's what I'm saying because I'm not saying that. Uh, Ray Spalding to me is very very good, and he is to me one of the most undervalued players in this draft. Uh, I think someone's going to get a steal. Uh, if they get him in the second round, which it looks like is where he's going to be, because if he doesn't get in, if he doesn't get uh, invited to the combine, which he hasn't, uh, he he's going to have a lot of trouble. He's going to have a lot of trouble getting drafted in the first round. I'd be very very surprised if he gets drafted in the first round after not being invited to the uh, after not being invited to the combine. It rarely ever happens. Actually, I don't know of any time it's ever really happened. So, uh, good luck to Ray Spalding. I, I I still think he made the good the I still think he made the right decision. Um, but looking at NBADraft.net, their uh, their last mock was updated on the second of May, which was before the combine invites came out, and uh, they don't even have him listed um, in the first or second round. So. Um, I, I know that's that sounds ridiculous to say that uh, you know I still agree with his decision but uh, I mean I really I really think that he's very very undervalued in this draft and again that may be just because I'm biased because I'm a Louisville fan but I think he did a lot of good things this year and I think he improved on a lot of things that he needed to improve on now he's never been through this process and uh, maybe it was a little foolish for him to hire an agent after not going through this process at all last year and and doing it now but hindsight's 2020 you know um, hopefully he'll get into a workout and somebody will see him and say you know I don't know why this guy's not invited to the combine uh, I'm, we're going to keep quiet about this guy and hope nobody else really notices the talent that he has and uh, you know get him is I think he could be a very, very solid player with his length, with his athletic ability, and, and everything like that. So, good luck to Ray Spaulding. Good luck to Dingadell. Uh, I think Dingadell really was more looking to play overseas anyway. I think he's just looking to to get into the league, you know, start making some – or get into the professional ranks and start making money. Um, but who knows? I, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the, you know, the playoffs and two of the biggest names outside of LeBron James right now in the NBA playoffs are two Louisville players. Uh, you got Donovan Mitchell and you have Terry Rozier who have scored, I think it was, first, yeah, first was LeBron, second was Donovan Mitchell, third was Giannis Antetokounmpo, and fourth was uh, Terry Rozier in fourth quarter scoring in the playoffs. Which, if you think about, uh, the most impressive one to me there was uh, was Giannis. Giannis, I think, had 93 points. Uh, LeBron had 98. And uh, he, he only played seven games. Uh, you look at the other guys, you know, LeBron has played uh, 10 games. Terry's played 10 games. Uh, Donovan's played, what, nine games. Nine, nine or ten games as well. I think they're one. Yeah, they're one game ahead of uh, 
they're one game ahead of of the uh, of the other series. So most points scored or assisted in the fourth quarter slash overtime in the 2018 playoffs. This was before the last game. Uh, LeBron 98, Rozier 96, Giannis 93, Donovan Mitchell 90. So it's very impressive uh, to see the two Louisville players do that well. And the reason I was going into that is maybe that will help in recruiting going forward. I know that neither one of them played for the current coaching staff or anything like that, but uh, you see Donovan Mitchell and Chris Mack tweeting back and forth when Chris Mack announces his uh, basketball camp and uh, wanting Donovan Mitchell to come in and be a guest speaker, which is big. And, you know, I know that's a that's ways down the road for some of those kids coming in maybe getting recruited or whatever, but still, uh, the fact that he's coming back and speaking is is a big is a big thing to show that he is still about this university and wasn't just about the former coaching staff with Rick Pitino and all that stuff. So that's a very good sign. But uh, moving forward, uh, the there's two games tonight, the two Eastern Conference games, which both series are at 3-0. Uh, the Celtics-76ers game is actually on right now. Uh, I'm watching it right now. It's 4-3, 7-4 now. Jason Tatum just hit a free throw with about 7.55 left in the first quarter. The game just started here about three or four minutes ago. Uh, or, I'm sorry, about eight minutes ago, my bad. And uh, I do think this series is over tonight. Uh, I think the Cavs-Raptors series is over tonight as well. Um, I don't know. I, it's, I, I never – I was – I didn't think that the Cavs would struggle with Toronto. I felt like even though they shot better from the three this season, that Indiana was a better three-point shooting team than Toronto. And uh, that was the biggest thing with the last series. I felt like it was it was good for the Cavs to go through that because then they uh, they built chemistry off of you know going to seven games in, in a series that shouldn't have been going to seven games. So I think the Cavs were a lot better than the Pacers. Um but I thought that this Boston series, I thought Philadelphia was going to win. I actually predicted Philadelphia to win. I picked. I predicted. I predicted. Uh, sorry, there. I, I predicted it was going to be Cavs seventy sixers, which a lot of people predicted. There was a lot of people that predicted the seventy sixers to go to the finals. Uh, I didn't predict that. I still took the. I still took the Cavs. Uh, and I think the Cavs are starting to figure it out now. The reason I think that they have. It's not really that they figured it out. I think that his, I think that LeBron's role players are now hitting shots, uh, whereas before they were missing wide open shots. Corver played awful for a lot of the last series and has has come on and played well since really game seven. Uh, Love being the biggest thing. Love has played really really well the past two games, uh, and Jr. has had his spots. The bench is playing well, and another big thing is the defense. The defense is starting to play well. Uh, you start hitting shots, it starts putting pressure on the team on the other end to you know to make buckets. So it's a big thing with the with the Cavs defense because that's what's been that's what they've been struggling with the whole time, giving up big leads, which they did give up a, a pretty big lead in Game Three before LeBron hit that before LeBron hit that buzzer beater, but. Uh, if you look at the scores in this series compared to the last series, um, actually no, all <laughs> actually every game Toronto scored over a hundred points, one thirteen and one twelve, and that was in overtime. That was when they came back from a big deficit. Um, 
128-110 and 105-103. I do think it's over tonight. That game is at 8.30. It's after this Boston-Philadelphia game. Uh, I think we see the Eastern Conference Finals uh, teams tonight. I think we see, you know, the – I think we see both teams move on. Um, I, I, I'm, I saw a uh, video today, and uh, I retweeted it on my on my Twitter. I don't know how many of you guys follow me on Twitter as well, but um, it was Mike Greenberg, you know, formerly of Mike and Mike, and, you know, he went on a I, – I don't really – I wouldn't really call it a rant. Uh, more of just, you know, went out and kind of said – Basically, he grew up in the Jordan era and still thinks Jordan is right there and all this stuff. And he's not saying that uh, Le- he's not saying that LeBron is the best of all time. But for the people that won't even look at it, uh, it's about time you start looking at it. It's basically what he's saying. So even if you don't want to say he's the best of all time, you at least have to say he's in the conversation. Um, he now has. Uh, he's now tied Michael Jordan for playoff uh, win percentage at 66.5%. He now has more either go-ahead or uh, go-ahead buckets in the playoffs uh, than Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant combined. And I know he doesn't have as many championships as either one of them. I know that. So before anybody brings that up, I already realized that. I know he doesn't have a good winning percentage as Michael Jordan does in the finals. But the fact that people use this thing with LeBron for the longest time, oh, he's not clutch. He's not clutch. It's so, It was so bogus. I've gone into it so many times. I'll, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. LeBron has been clutch his whole career. Um, he's lost games. But look at look at something you want to. There's there's certain things people bring up that they don't want to look at with Michael Jordan. Oh, well, look at the finals record. LeBron's never lost in the first round. Jordan took forever to get out of the first round. Um, things like that. I mean, Jordan struggled with the Pistons for a long time until he got Scottie Pippen. Uh, I know LeBron made the decision and went down to Miami, and that that's the biggest thing that a lot of people hate him for. But it's time to it's time to take a look and realize, or it's 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 time to take a step back and realize you're watching one of the greatest players of all time. In my opinion, he is the greatest player of all time. You're watching one of the greatest players of all time. It's time to just enjoy it, whether you like him or not. You're getting to watch one of the best basketball players that's ever touched the basketball plate right now. And if you disagree with that, watch one of his games. Watch how much he affects every part of the game. And the another big thing which I, I failed to mention with you know with his teammates hitting shots, he's getting a rest now. He sat the last like four and a half minutes of the first quarter in the in the last game, which is big. You know, you get LeBron rest and you save him you save his legs for the fourth quarter, he's hitting shots like he did the other night. Uh, with that buzzer beater, and that's a big thing. When his role players are hitting shots, the Cavs are hard to beat. He has a lot of shooters around him. Uh, I'm glad that Teron Lue is stuck with playing, 
Tristan Thompson, which I know I said he's surrounded by shooters. He's not a shooter, but I'm glad he has stuck with playing Tristan Thompson because Tristan Thompson is a big is a big help on the defensive end. He's a big help with uh, chemistry. He's a great offensive rebounder. He's a great uh, pick and roll player. So to me, he needs to he needs to keep playing, and I honestly, wouldn't mind him starting. But uh, if he plays better off the bench, then great. Play him off the bench and help let him play with that second unit. Can't really argue with the results because they're up 3-0 in the one seed, and they're the four seed in the Eastern Conference Finals. So um, that's really pretty much all I got today. Uh, I'm still waiting on another movie for you guys to give me. I got a, I got a couple of uh, suggestions that maybe I need to check out. Uh, I do have one question. Uh, some of you guys are. You know, some of you guys that follow me on actual my actual Facebook or friends with me on my actual Facebook, which you know most of you guys are that listen to me, uh, I got a question for you, and you can uh, you can comment on the video uh, or you can comment on the episode on Facebook. You know, shoot me a message somewhere or something like that. But there, there me and, and three of my buddies were having a debate on Saturday, and. Uh, I know some people are like, "All oh, this is trolling." No, our our debate was about is a hot dog a sandwich. I know this is a dumb question to ask, and people be like, "No, it's not a sandwich." I think it is a sandwich. And then some people say, "Well, it's only got one piece of bread." Well, when you go to Subway, they cut your sandwich open. I know they cut it in half if you get a six or or a six inch or a foot long, but when they cut your sandwich. They don't cut it all the way through. It's still one piece of bread. So is that not a sandwich? There's plenty of things. I had plenty of arguments for it. Uh, now, I would never call it a sandwich. I'm not going to say, hey, give me a hot dog sandwich. But it is a sandwich. So let me know what you guys think. I know it's a silly. Uh, let me know what you guys think. I think I think it's a sandwich. Uh, comment, like, share, everything. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I might... I might release two more episodes this week i don't know depends i am going down to uh, north carolina and i will see my cousin and he's a listener and lives in north carolina so who knows i might record an episode with him who knows we'll see so uh like i said keep liking keep sharing guys and and keep helping me you know move forward with this i got a lot of positive feedback from this this past week with people that i didn't even realize listened and they've told me things about episodes i'm like man you really do listen you're not just saying that just because you're one of my friends so um keep liking keep sharing i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep putting these out here and and um i i don't know i look forward to doing these every time i every time i know i'm gonna do one so um hopefully you guys enjoyed this one and and got some information that maybe you didn't already know and, and everything like that so as like i said i'm gonna try to get two to three more or one to two more episodes out this week and uh, see what I can really do. So you guys have a good one. Try to stay cool because it is actually pretty warm this week. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Beef out.